0: From what's on to what matters, it's Tracy Mack on Newcastle in the morning, only on Newcastle Live. You are with Tracy Mack. It's half past ten here on Newcastle Live. The Animal Justice Party launched its federal election campaign in Newcastle on Saturday, naming three candidates for seats in the region and a local Senate contender. Now, my next guest is no stranger to Newcastle Live and uh, Newcastle in the Morning in particular. And he joins me where he's gone to have a quiet, secret break before the election starts ramping up. It is Darren Brollo. Good morning and thanks for your time.
1: Good morning, Tracy. Thank you for having me today.
0: My pleasure. Now, how's the weather on the Gold Coast? Is it beautiful?
1: Well, I, I'm in Cairns actually. I'm oh, in Cairns. it's even better. It's, it's even better. It's beautiful. It's absolutely beautiful. We got out on the reef yesterday, and uh, it was just stunning. Absolutely. Oh,
0: gorgeous. Now yep. here's a here's a secret. I cannot get on a boat. I get seasick on Sydney Harbour, so I can't get on a boat. Okay. I cannot go out to the Barrier Reef because by the time we start to head back, I'm not not in a good place. Was it nice yeah, and well, calm yesterday, or was it was it, it a bit choppy?
1: It was pretty choppy. They, um, they they popped around and gave everyone ginger tablets, um, <laughs> which <laughs> which was I think helpful. I, I, look, I wasn't sure how I was going to go. Um, I didn't have any trouble. Some people did have some some problems early on, and then uh, once they they kind of cleared themselves of breakfast, they were able to move on and they were okay.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I love it. I love it. Yeah. I always have I a good go. love with you. I love it. <laughs> now, look. In, in all seriousness, uh, obviously the Barrier Reef is uh, is one of our most beautiful beautiful icons. It is uh, mm. suffering badly from climate change. We've got the federal government uh, election looming, which uh, for all money, according to uh, to Pat Conroy and Michael Blackson, uh, will be May 14. Um, mm. Tell me, why uh, Why is the Animal Justice League really ramping up here in, uh, in Newcastle and the Hunter?
1: Well, I, look, I think that the support's really grown for the party. Um, you know, and if, if you had said to me, you know, 10 years ago, that a party that was dedicated to for Kindness and Equality was going to be... Uh, we're going to have two MPs in New South Wales, one in Victoria and two councillors, both in Newcast- uh, New South Wales and Victoria. I probably would have said um, you were crazy. Mm-hmm. But, um, you know, we're there. You know, things are moving very, very quickly. Uh, we're the fastest-growing party in, in Australia. Um, so the support's amazing. We have um, three incredible local candidates. Um, so And I'll just mention those, each one yes, of those if I do. can now. So, so we have um, Victoria Davies in the Hunter, um, we have Bree Roberts in Shortland and Emily Brollo in Newcastle. And, uh, and as you said before, myself running as the uh, New South Wales lead Senate candidate. So, look, it's very exciting. They're incredibly passionate um, people. Um, they're very inspiring to me. And, I, you know, I just think we're really starting to see the, the tide turn. And, uh, you know, I like to, you know, I guess for for, for some time now I've referred to um, the, the amazing quote by... Uh, Victor Hugo, nineteenth-century um, poet philosopher, mm. and philosopher, and that is that there is no, uh, there is nothing more powerful than an idea whose time has come, and mm. you know I think that's that's precisely where we are now.
0: I can't believe you're going to put your head, hand up again. Um, as we know, you ran in the recent Newcastle election, and you had a bit of a go at the uh, the federal seat of Newcastle in 2019. Mm. Darren, you need your head read, number one. But uh, <laughs> what uh, what makes you excited to run for Senate? I mean, Senate is that next level up. It is uh, it's a very powerful position. What uh, what's made you put your hand up?
1: Look, I, I guess if I if I think back to to when I first became vegetarian and my whole family, the catalyst of that was back in 1988, um, watching an export on the the live sheep export trade. And, um, you know, it's been a blot on our society for a long, long, long time. And we've been fighting it um, as as animal rights activists, trying to see an end to it. Um, I think the broader community definitely stand by um, the, you know, the abolishment of the live export trade, yet our governments are not listening. So, for me, um, you know, national, uh, when we look at live export, it's a national issue, it falls on the shoulders of of federal parliament. it's a chance, potentially, for, um, for me to get in as a mm. senator and, and really be able to try and make this change. So, you know, it's, it's probably... the I don't think the party's ever been so well-positioned to win a Senate seat. So, yeah, look, I just have to um, keep, keep running at these things and, and eventually, eventually I'm going to win something.
0: <laughs> Do you think the, uh, the name of the party is, uh, um, as you said, you know, Animal Justice, but you have such mm-hmm. a strong climate focus as well.
1: Mm-hmm. Do
0: you think the, uh, the name can, can sometimes give people the wrong impression of what the Animal Justice Party is
1: about? Sure. I think early on it probably has, But as people are learning more about the party and recognising that, you know, we're not a single-issue party, and, of course, when we do talk about climate change, um, we are the only party that's addressing all causes of climate change. And, of course, animal agriculture is, is one of the biggest um, and, in fact, is the biggest um, contributor to um, greenhouse gas emissions as, as a total footprint. So, you know, it's I, I, I do agree with you. I think initially um, people may have just considered, you know, the party to be a single-issue party. But, you know, we speak for... And let's not forget humans are animals too. We mm. speak for all vulnerable um, members of our community, and whether they be human or, or uh, non-human animal.
0: Another thing that uh, really came up at uh, at your launch uh, on Saturday was domestic violence issues. Um, yes. That's a big concern, Darren, for uh, for the party.
1: It certainly is, and you know we, um, you know, uh, I guess. If if I can talk just um, briefly about Bree Roberts, who is our our candidate running in Shortland, um, you know Bree um, herself has been a survivor of domestic violence. She knows, um, you know, only too well those experiences and you know the coercive techniques that can be used by perpetrators um, with you know with with not only. The violence that she had experienced, but also the the violence that her her um, companion animal had experienced, mm. um, and that you know that sort of level of control that a perpetrator may have over an individual, and you know I think it's it's really connecting the dots and and looking at the links between perpetrators of domestic violence and also um, you know the the fact that they will often be uh, you know for a long long time perpetrators of violence towards animals before it even steps up to to violence towards humans. So it's you know those links are there, the signs mm. are there. And, you know, it's something that we really do need to address holistically as, a, as an entire issue.
0: Well, I think uh, when I was growing up, you know, there used to be the joke that, you know, well, if you, uh, if you kill cats, if you hurt animals, then, you know, there's the serial killer coming. And, yeah. you know, as I said, that, that's a joke. And I, I say that quite flippantly. But mm. there really is research that shows that uh, cruelty to animals really leads to cruelty to humans.
1: It, absolutely. There is no question about that. And it's interesting, isn't it, if we, if we watch a child... Um, or, or hear of a child abusing an animal, we do consider them as you know potentially becoming mm. you know a psychopathic um, person or as somebody mm. that will be very dangerous in the future. Yet um, we unfortunately um, see this happening all of the time at an adult level, and, uh, you know, it, it's often not even considered mm-hmm. to be um, something that we need to, to really be talking about, which is which is very scary for mm-hmm. me. But I think, you know, more so when we talk about um, what the Animal Justice Party can do here and, and you know, what Bree would be able to do if elected, it's, you know, really building a, a single national register, I guess you would call it, a single national register, um, to um, ensure that convicted perpetrators of both animal... Cruelty and domestic violence are listed, and it's something that, that is uh, you know accessible and, and available to people. So, you know, we really do need to ensure that people are protected.
0: We absolutely do, and uh, I'm not sure if you've uh, if you've seen the Netflix uh, doco yet uh, called Bad Vegan. And no, uh, uh, you need you need to watch it. it it's quite quite incredible, and it uh, it shows uh, how somebody who is so strong, so powerful. You know, she created this incredible restaurant in New York, well ach- well wow. ahead of her time. Wow. But but how coercive control completely changed her, and uh, you know, and some of the ramifications on her on her animal. You know, her her dog was mm-hmm. such an integral part of her life. You know, mm-hmm. it really you know that domestic violence. It, it can no matter how intelligent you are, no matter how strong you are. Uh, it can happen to anybody.
1: Absolutely, and I think it's a real mistake when we assume that it's a certain demographic of our our community um, or population that are victims of that, because it's certainly not the case. It, you know, it, there's, there's no, uh, there's no you know, certain individual area of our community that's affected by domestic domestic violence. It's it's frightening and it's insidious and it's all over um, our, you know our community.
0: It really is. Look, thank you so much for your time. Best of luck. Um, I know that it's uh, it will be coming at a rate of knots, and uh, no doubt yourself and Emily, the uh, the home will be uh, very busy and your poor daughter is going to be out there handing out uh, how to votes again, I'd say. She
1: certainly will, and so will Luigi, my son. He's, yeah, he's going to be tied up doing that too,
0: I think. <laughs> God love them. They've been activists from a very young age. Look, they as I said, are. best of luck um, with the Senate ticket. I can't wait to hear from you as we get a little bit closer to the election. And, thank you so uh, much. Enjoy your quick break. Up there, won't you?
1: Yeah, we'll do. Really appreciate your time today. Tracy. My
0: pleasure, as always. Thank you. That is Darren Brollo, who is uh, the Senate candidate for uh, for Newcastle for the Animal Justice Party, and uh, yeah, just gives you a different idea of what's on offer there, doesn't it? There's not just the two major parties out there these days. There's not just the two majors and the Greens. There are a lot of other parties out there really trying to, uh, to put their best foot forward and to show that there is a different way to do things and that we do need to look after this beautiful planet that we're living on and it's time for the political games to stop. But that's okay. We've got Space Force coming, so everything will be okay now. With over nine decades of combined media experience, Tracy Mack and Michael Blaxland bring you a smart, fast-paced morning of news and entertainment with special guests and major newsmakers for your morning fix. Join Tracy Mack for Newcastle in the Morning. Weekdays from 9 only on Newcastle Live.